0: Hey everybody, this is the VR Gear Daily News Podcast, episode number 13 for February 19th, 2020. Today we've got three outstanding stories to cover with you. First, we're gonna start with some new information that we have received via a patent that Sony has filed around finger tracking in VR. Next, we're going to talk about some new information we have from the CEO of Lynx, the French AR VR headset company that was recently uh, the recipient of a large amount of funding. They've got some cool stuff coming up in Santa Clara. And finally, we're going to jump into No Man's Sky and the recent update and what type of goodies are inside. There's a lot of really cool stuff going on in there. So let's jump right in to story number one, Sony and new finger tracking technology in VR. What is this patent all about, Paul?
1: So uh, if you look on the website or if you look anywhere with this patent link, they are recreating the valve index, it seems, the valve index controllers. Uh, You got a strap on the side, a trigger on the back. Strap on
0: the side uh, with the purpose of... To, holding yeah, in. holding and not holding objects in VR. Well, holding it, it, the strap holds itself to your hand, so you don't yeah. have to hold the controller like the Oculus touch controllers. Is Correct. You, gotta, okay. you can
1: just open your hand, and it won't track your fingers there. It'll assume that your hand's open, and you'll be able to throw or release objects however you please. On the front side, you have a joystick with four buttons in all four corners of the joystick, uh, and those seem just like typical inputs. Yeah, but that that's
0: interesting. Do you think that this layout is what they'll adopt or is it just for you know um diagramming purposes for a patent because we haven't seen this type of button configuration you know i what? think it would work no it wouldn't no it would really? not work no look this is this is why so if you're holding it with your right hand what button would be the hardest one to push of those four because if you put top them in, left yeah you ha- just need to make sure your hands position so you can reach it I guess if your thumb is coming up from the bottom, you can hit all four. But Oh, yeah. It's like
1: pressing B with a console controller or circle or whatever you want to call it.
0: Well, it's a no, little uncomfortable, the, but you'll hit it. The joystick is in the middle of a four-button configuration. That's just kind of an awkward spot. Yeah. You're going to miss it. You're going to hit the joystick on your way to hit those buttons. The only reason I bring that up is that maybe this... Uh, button configuration, like they're not. This is really blocky looking too. That doesn't look. Yeah, it doesn't know. look nice. So, might for patent purposes, they're just trying to patent the uh, functionality. It's like a, um, a a utility patent. It's not necessarily a design patent. Like, hey, these <laughs> rounded corners, like an iPad, were patented. The rounded corners and the glass front and the aluminum back, like Apple right. would do. This is we have a technology that uh is handheld does the following items uh the following functionality that's my right. thought i I don't that, think that, that makes, sense. makes sense so no. what what else do we have in this patent
1: though uh so they say it's a controller device for a home use game machine all right we got that Does sony
0: have something like that they have the a, they
1: have a few things coming out uh but nothing today nothing today they have the p s four but that's not a machine that's more of a oh no, that's a machine oh no, it is that's yeah, perfect, okay, so awesome they are
0: already in this market
1: this is cool yep and then the prox the the, uh controller is going to be able to uh sense the proximity or contact of a finger and outputs a finger detect detection signal indicating the state of proximity or contact of the finger
0: mark what does that mean that's really uh interesting so i'm I'm thinking there's a two sensor configuration here one of them is a proximity sensor and one of them is like a capacitive touch sensor Um, And the reason that you'd want both is because um, when your fingers touch, you want to have some sort of, like, definite um, sensor, uh, uh, I guess, output. I mean, well, it's input from your finger, but now it's output from the sensor to the system to say, hey, I've been touched, and this is where on the controller uh, I received the touch. Um, The proximity is good because uh, when you open your hand, um, you don't want the visual representation of your hand in VR to go from like fully closed to fully open, like having some sort hey, of Oculus. <laughs> <laughs> so having some sort of in between pro- proximity sensors allow that, right? So right. if I am one millimeter, two, three, four, five millimeters away with like my fingers, and I'm moving them, you know, back and forth, like I'm playing the piano, is a good example. Like right. If I wanted to have it track my finger movement then having proximity sensors in addition to touch sensors will allow me to... Uh, I mean, it allows the game to have a much more realistic and convincing representation of your hands in VR. That, that's why I think having both sensor technologies is like way better than just having the capacitive touch. Well, there you have it. That's what the two different sensors are going to be doing,
1: and it's going to add to the immersion of PlayStation virtual reality. If you remember, or if you have the original playstation move controllers that they that was originally used for the playstation move now it's used for virtual reality it is uh not anything like that there's a trigger button on the back and there's a joystick and then there's a little soft ping pong ball that you can hit people with on top and that's about it i'd love that though that's That's my
0: favorite part this controller it's super simple and i i Honestly, it's my favorite VR controller. It gets the job done, man. It does. And I don't need like I always find myself with the Valve Index controllers wanting to adjust them or like I don't like that they're like connected to my hands. So yeah, are. it never feels comfortable. It's not natural and then like you have to keep rotating your hand around them when you're playing different games. Yeah. But okay, well th- this is really cool. Um and so when was this patent Filed. Uh, February 13th. Just recently. Just recently, six days ago. It wasn't um, granted it was filed.
1: Published. I don't know if there's a uh, The
0: application was published. Yeah. Okay, so um, I, obviously they're not new to VR. Obviously they're working on follow-on products to VR. I'm just wondering, when, when you look at patents like this, they want to file as soon as possible so that they can make uh, have a priority claim, and that means the date that they filed... Um, if they filed before somebody else who filed for the technology, the same technology, they have priority, meaning they they get to own it if the patent is granted. So the date you file matters, um, and so so typically, your application date is very soon after you're done, kind of finishing the the, the conceptualization of the technology that you or at least thinking about implementing into products, at the very least, you would like to make a claim of exclusivity via a patent. So um, this is fairly new. I don't know if this is like uh, P- uh, PSVR two controllers.
1: That could um, be, some of the technology could be. could be used in it for sure. I yeah. bet they already have a we're pretty still good we a year away. That's exactly what I said in the article. We are, even if this is true, even if it's not, we're not gonna know for a while. We'll probably get leaked in eight or nine months and yes. even then, there's going to
0: be some tweaks that go on before the mass production of oh, st- all those controllers. Speaking of leaks, okay, did you see the uh, PS5 and the Xbox One X? Not, no, Xbox Series, series X.
1: They've got to change the
0: letters. Come. Maybe like a Series Y. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Or Z, because that's after... Wait, so is Y. X, Y, yeah. Yeah, alphabet. <laughs> no, <laughs> The leak, it's so funny. Like, the 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 PlayStation 5 I I don't remember the the specs exactly but I do remember a few things like the the Xbox Series X had like 16 gigs of RAM and the PlayStation 5 had 18 gigs of RAM You're like okay cool they both had the same GPU they both had the same like multi-core CPU AMD CPU like they were nearly identical machines right Except it really did look like the PlayStation had slightly higher specs. Just like yeah, by
1: by a hair, not like outlandishly, but by a hair. But it, when it comes down
0: to stuff like that, we talked about this a few days ago. It it unless you have displays that can actually um, show you at the refresh rate the pixels that are that these little console machines can push. You, that you're not even going to be able to tell the difference, right? Right. It's it's going to be. There's a huge bottleneck with the displays. So so uh, you know, prior to getting your Xbox Series X or your PlayStation Five, make sure you go out there and get an 80 inch 8K TV. And it's only going to be forty, maybe fifty. <laughs> fifty thousand dollars. Make sure it's o, uh, OLED. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know. 120 hertz. I mean, if you can spring for the 240, uh, the 144, or the uh, 240 hertz, I I mean, there's no downside. All right. The
1: Lynx headset. First hands-on opportunity for developers and The public. fans. No, the public. You can go. Everybody. Mark, tell us about this.
0: This guy, Stan LaRocque. uh, He's a a stud. I'm a huge fan of this guy. Speak highly of him in the first paragraph. I, I don't know how... Old he is, his Twitter photo makes him look like he's 14. I hope he's 14. I'm pretty sure he's 24. Oh, uh, well, that's, that's close to 14, 10 year difference. But this guy uh, essentially has publicly invited people to reach out to him directly so that they can meet up with him in Santa Clara for uh, a hands-on demo of the Lynx AR VR headset. He's, he's mixed 25, reality. by the way. 25 years old well he's aging gracefully so uh, the the event is uh the AWE USA which is the A Reality event it's at the end of May in Santa Clara, California and he says hey contact me so that we can meet up in booth 421 like he, he's just asking for people to just he said hey come hang out with me well here's the thing he doesn't have a, he as an individual doesn't have a lot of twitter followers so hopefully this podcast that has about the same number of uh, <laughs> followers that's his Twitter account today. We're growing, uh, you know. Hopefully, this will help him get more people uh, to become aware of this invite. But I think it's pretty cool. He's uh, he's doing all the right things. He he uh, definitely was a technology first CEO. He's like, I want to solve the technology before I bring any attention to it, and that's kind of indicated by his uh social media presence it's
1: well it's, it's his tweets are today. far and wide
0: and they're really impressive though every single time he
1: tweets everyone's like i love you like you're the best and like a lot of he knows what to say this yeah. this tweet was no more than 200 characters and he got a lot of information out
0: and i, I want to say the last part of his tweet says and get ready for uh tons, tons. of announcements and around the word tons he put those little asterisks one on each side. Like that's, I think that's
1: like, I'm not going to capitalize it, but like I
0: want you to know
1: I really mean this word. Yeah, I, I don't know why he didn't capitalize it.
0: Uh, maybe he, the he cap lock cap- was broken. Okay. He no, he capitalized USA. And A-W-E. Geez, speculation. I, I think maybe he's of the opinion that if you capitalize the letter, it becomes an acronym in the English language. He wants to yell this one. Okay. Maybe he just wants to emphasize and not yell. Okay, like, he's explain. He's French he's french i I don't know if the French yell i don't i they yeah.
1: have great pasta
0: way that's the italians <laughs> no but they do. <laughs> uh, the French the French make fantastic italian pasta
1: and they make it fantastic french bread
0: right uh baguettes that's a French thing at any rate uh more sophisticated uh than uh than us apparently. But anyway, uh, Stan LaRoque reaching out to the VR community, and we're forwarding this to everybody, essentially. Go, uh, go meet up with him. Get some hands-on exposure to the Lynx VR headset. That we might be there. That, yeah, that's awesome. You can meet up with us, too, at Booth 421. We'll just stand next to him. Uh, but yeah, this is really cool. An awesome opportunity to go get hands-on experience with this new headset that is a combination of AR, VR, mixed reality. The only other... Um, you know, mainstream thing that is like this. I guess there's a few of them out there. Um, uh, this is not quite the Magic Leap, so I wouldn't wouldn't say it's spatial computing. Um, it's capable of it. That's what they're selling it as, but we will have to wait until May to see Yeah, but the cool thing about this, uh, it's standalone. It has color image pass-through, whereas the Oculus Quest is, you know blurry black and white so
1: it feels like a dream gone bad
0: yeah and this small company out of france has built a standalone headset that is better at you know at least technically and on paper that is better than the oculus quest well the processor is twice the speed well the, the processor is you know five years newer or whatever jeez anyway so that's really cool Stan Laroque, uh pretty cool man uh hopefully you get a, a huge Audience there, and and nobody else cares about anything else going on at the show. This this hands-on exposure. This is is
1: going to be huge. Yeah. Huge. And those announcements, we're not sure when they're going to come out. I hope they start coming out every hour until the end of May.
0: But Drip feeds us. Yes.
1: (laughs) That would be rad. I I don't know. I I doubt he waits until the end of May to start announcing stuff. He's got to build some speculation and some hype. And I bet he'll start doing that on Twitter. We turned his post notifications on. Uh, we highly suggest doing the same if you're at all interested in this because, it, like we said, every time he tweets, it's important and it's fun. So, go turn your notifications on and get notified every single time
0: Stan releases something. Yeah, every time Stan announces or shares info. Awesome. All right. That is... Uh, that's our second one. Let's let's move on to uh, the grand finale today, which is an update to No Man's Sky with a... Living ship. This is is exciting. If you are into No Man's Sky, I mean, the premise of the game is that it never ends. That every time the uh, the players of the game, it's a very tight-knit community, a very involved community of players, every time someone reaches the end of what has been created, the game developers release even more content to be added to the game and to the story. And so, apparently, that's what's happening here, no end in sight, new release, new update with something called a living ship. What? What is oh, living let ship? let me tell you. Let, oh,
1: boy. Probably the most exciting news I've heard in the last couple hours. So, I'm not sure how many of you are parents out there. I don't have my own kid. Mark has his own kids. I assume there's, like, something connecting you with them other than the fact that you're their father, right? You, you raised them. You groomed them. Like, this is your human, right? So, No Man's Sky is the closest a lot of people will get to having kids. When you complete some <laughs> of the new missions... No way. Some of the new missions in uh, No Man's Sky, you'll re- find an egg. You'll stumble upon an egg. An egg? Okay. You'll nurture this egg. You'll care for this egg. And you soon what enough... You know this reminds me of? Ender's Game.
0: I thought you were going to say child's birth, but... What? Because no. you're a dad. There were no eggs involved, uh, at least... Still learning we, how this works. ...that we would find and nurture until hatching. Uh... Ender's Game, uh, oh, yeah, he fi- it's at the end of, like, uh, uh, the genocide or Xenocide. Yep. He finds the egg. It's one of his tests. Oh, no, the, what, what is, is this he going to do the, with this? Or is it the at the end of Ender's Game? It's at the it, end of Ender's Game. Yeah, where he finds the egg and he's, like... Do I destroy it, or does he keep it? And he like keeps it, and he hides it on like some world. Sorry yeah. for spoiler alert for this book. Like, if if four you years haven't old. read it now, you're, you're not allowed to read it. <laughs> and he like hides it so that the that the colony can like be reestablished. Totally different because he didn't use the egg the way that No Man's Sky did. Sorry for the tangent, but it's eggs, similar. Eggs, man. They, they, they tell eggs. a lot
1: about personality. So let's see what you do with your egg. But if you nurture it, and if you care for it, and if you love this egg as if it's yours. Customers. You'll receive a new ship.
0: Wait, wait. a new. You get a ship as a reward? They nope. Say, you you will raising. be raising your ship. Wait, wait. No, I thought you were raising the egg to
1: be... Well, like, the egg turns into a little baby, and then the little baby turns into your ship eventually if you love it and care for it. How? And this ship... What? It, it's a little different than most ships. So you know how like, most ships have uh, like... A little different? Steering wheels and stuff. This one just has like a tongue and a few teeth and... Maybe some scales, depending on which egg you stumble upon.
0: Is there, like, a control
1: panel? Yeah, their tongue and their teeth. and It's a little more fleshy this than is... the typical ship. Wow. Okay, so you've seen uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, right?
0: Indeed I have.
1: Uh, the start of the second one, when Drax decides the best route to kill this thing is to go through the inside. I'm guessing, I haven't seen the inside of the ships yet, <laughs> his, but I'm no. guessing it's going to look a lot like that.
0: Okay, his rationale was like... The skin was thicker from the outside, so I had to go in in, and cut out of it from the inside. And then, then, uh, you know, Star-Lord, Chris Pratt's character, he goes, it's the same thickness from the outside as it is from the inside.
1: (laughs) I don't mean to be a contrarian, but, like, wouldn't it be softer on the outside, though? Softer on the outside? Or on the inside, so you could at least, like, make some room in there to like maybe start slicing obviously the very outside layer is going to be the same thickness but you can injure him a lot more from the inside but like I'm with Drax
0: on this he, that's what he said no th- okay he didn't say it's softer on the inside he said it's, it was too thick like so I went to cut from the outside Inside. Like, yeah I went to cut from the inside he's like that doesn't make any sense it's the same thickness from the inside and the outside I'm not talking about you know softness or hardness this is thickness which he's right you're right. I would agree with the softness aspect of it, but come on. I'm with, I support Drax
1: going in there, is what I'm trying to get at. And I support this new movement in No Man's Sky to nurture your own ship. That's awesome, man. Your kid becomes your vehicle.
0: This is like the 1940s I, all over again. I don't like it. Oh. I mean, maybe I do like it. Nope. I just decided. I don't like it. What? Why? Does it I mean what kind of cool abilities does
1: this ship give you? When's the last time you played with your ship's tongue while controlling it? I that's I, I've see, never, you've done, never that. done that. I've never done gives It gives you a lot of abilities. In VR you want new abilities. Why? Uh let's just real quick before we talk about this tongue a little more, we should talk about uh some of the other updates inside the game. Uh there is New rendering optimizations for... Oh, I mean, uh, there's a big
0: update. There's feature yeah. updates, but then there's also like, you know, technical bug fixes, bug fixes optimizations. Etc. So there's new
1: swimming mechanics for swimming in VR. All VR headsets will receive this update, but uh, there's new swimming mechanics. We're not sure
0: what they are. We haven't swam in this game before. I think, we, I think what it means is, is that you swimming. can now, like, do VR from a bathtub, a community pool. That's what I was thinking. We can't confirm it. So if you're listening to this and you have a VR headset, why don't you just take it to the nearest body of water? Or the shower. That's probably closer. <laughs> Try it out. Let us know. Uh, shoot us a tweet. Let us know if that uh, if that is what this is talking about. I think your lithium batteries can handle it. All
1: the electronics, no, they be love fine. water. It'll be fine. Uh, new swimming mechanics, and then in the PlayStation game or the version, I guess swimming didn't look good. We haven't played it on that headset
0: um, but this uh, it looks, looks better now. This looks kind of cool, like some of the things that are they really um enhance gameplay a lot uh and this is a huge uh benefit to the people who are playing in v r because v r uh, Paul and I were just talking before we started starting the podcast about this like this game. Is arguably better in uh, in like a, the PC version for a couple of reasons. A, because it's been there for a very long time, um, and that means that all of the user inputs and the controls are optimized for desktop. Um, and B, like there's a ton of moving around in No Man's Sky. You're right. traveling in spaceships, flying, assume, flying places. You're walking. You're teleporting, and as a result, like. Time in game can be impacted by your ability to handle that much movement in VR. Uh, and so everything that they do to enhance the VR experience is a welcome addition uh, as they're trying to make it less jarring, more natural, uh, more immersive, um, and, and figuring out the best way to optimize the controls for VR players of No Man's Sky. Right. And so I think that's great. Like, and you'll see a lot of these um, that are specifically targeted – for um for VR gameplay which is really awesome really cool stuff um we we did a review of this one like we, we didn't obviously get as far as these players who who've spent you know Years. A, a couple decades in in, in the game but um, there's a lot of really great uh, no mans sky content on YouTube there's a lot of uh, you know um, forums that just dive really deep into some of the different kind of like I guess Easter eggs, right? Like right. like hidden gems. This game has a very um, expansive uh, storyline, and um, it's exciting to see this thing continue. This is one of a kind type. Uh, game in general and it's awesome that it is now available to the VR community.
1: Yeah I, And I'm not sure if I made this clear enough. There are new missions coming out in this update There's a few different missions and obviously they're gonna lead towards your egg But it's also gonna introduce some new worlds some new mechanics. It's gonna be a pretty fun update uh, If you haven't downloaded it already go download it, but uh, yeah, it's, it's free Like there's free updates to this game and they include new levels. I think it's a great game. Go buy it $60
0: best $60 you'll spend on a VR game, I mean, um, on a VR game. On a VR game. Because quite honestly, so I we did we did Asgard's Wrath and we did uh, Stormlands and we did No Man's Sky. All of them are you know AAA fun. like they're not cheap. You can't get them as part of a subscription. They're like full priced, but they're also full length games. Of those three big titles, like No Man's Sky, hands down, just it's fun. Full well, it's fun, but it's like it in every regard dominates. Big time. There's not
1: even in virtual reality, which is hard to see. There's
0: not one thing you can't interact with. Yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everything. Yeah. So, uh, awesome. So, go check it out if you haven't already. I mean, I'm sure anyone who is listening to this who has No Man's Sky updated it long before they even like turned on the podcast. But right. uh, if you haven't tried No Man's Sky, highly recommend it. it. It is it is definitely a worthwhile and it's a game. Um, for PC or for VR. VR and VR it is top notch. It's available on the PlayStation PlayStation VR. Yeah, yeah. as well. So that, that fantastic. Cool. All right, that is that is it That's for a today. Wrap. That's a wrap. This has been the VR Gear Daily News Podcast for February 19th, 2020, and uh this is the end of episode 13.
1: Wow. Made Friday it to Lucky. The
0: 13th. It's uh It's Wednesday.
1: Wednesday, 13th episode. We're getting there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Wednesday to the 13th. Anyway, episode 13. We will see you tomorrow on the 14th episode on the 20th of February for the VR Gear Daily News Podcast.